It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Drop everything, everybody. The narrative is over. A free agent has come to Boston. Al Horford is going to be a Boston Celtic. This is the Locked On Celtics podcast on the Locked On Sports Network. And we are do I'm dropping everything. I'm outside, separated myself from a gathering for this breaking news so Jay and I can do an immediate reaction podcast. Uh, Jay, Al Horford is going to be a Celtic. Yeah, and th- that was a wild last few minutes. It was like... Adrian Wojnarowski was reporting that Horford was pretty much a goner. He was going back to the Atlanta Hawks. And then David Aldridge came flying in. Nope. Sorry, Woj. You're wrong on this one. He's going to the Celtics. And, yeah, the Celtics have Al Horford. They now have a better pitch for Kevin Durant, who's still a long shot. Let's just put that out there. Obviously a long shot. But the Celtics have had a 48-win team. And they just added one of the best centers, two-way centers in the league. And not only that, but someone who who really fits well for what Brad Stevens wants to do. Horford can handle the ball. He, he can he can hit knockdown shots. He can be a pick and roll guy. He is exactly the type of big man they want. I, I mean, this is this is this is big. This is it's really big because not only does he help their team now, he helps them attract free agents in the future. They still have all their cap flexibility. To, or enough cap flexibility to go after Durant. They still have the trade assets to go after another star on top of that. This is a big deal, John. A really big deal. This is this is a huge deal. This is the biggest deal, I think, since probably the, the Kevin Garnett trade. This is the biggest player acquisition since the Kevin Garnett trade. So you're right. This is a it's a great guy to have because he's so versatile. He can do so many things. He is an underrated defender. He will do very well in this scheme especially. He can pick and roll. He can pick and pop. Those shots, and I don't know how this affects Jared Sullinger, but I don't think, even if Sully comes back, that he starts alongside uh, Horford. Now those shots, at the you know the, the long mid-range shots, go to Horford rather than Sullinger. That's a bit of an upgrade, and and Horford has been extending his range out to three. I have to believe that that's going to continue. He's going to be a threat out there. That just opens things up so much. And now Durant, now he's the focus. The Celtics walked into that meeting with Durant today with Tom Brady in tow, and the New York Daily News is reporting that Durant was in Boston last night. And he made the trip from Boston to the Hamptons on Tom Brady's private jet. So there's a little bit of a connection uh, uh, going on here. So I don't know if it was Tom Brady's private jet. I, I don't think it said that. But he, he, he went back on a private jet with Tom Brady, which is the important part. 
whatever yes. it is, they were on a plane together, and he was in Boston last night. That is huge, huge, huge. Now, here's the other thing. The reports were that Durant was recruiting Horford hard to go to Oklahoma City, which Horford just didn't seem to want to do. Those are the reports that are out there. So what happens now that Horford is in Boston, that this news has broken? I don't know if they're still in their meeting. They might be. Maybe it just wrapped up. This is going to be a it's pretty good timing for this news to break. So if Durant wanted him to go to OKC, that means a lot of these other teams, he, he wasn't leaving OKC. And he may not leave OKC, but he wanted to have Al Horford. Now, Horford's in Boston. Boston just made this pitch. He's been chilling with Tom Brady. Oh, I feel really good about this long shot. I'm putting money on this long shot now all of a sudden. Maybe I'm a little too excited. Maybe I'm, you know, talking myself into a lot of things right now. But, man, I feel so much better about those chances now that Horford has committed to the Boston Celtics. This also shows why we're not in the Boston Celtics front office. Because we had a whole podcast about ways we would pitch Kevin Durant. And we never brought up Tom Brady. How did we not think about Tom Brady? I mean, obviously the Celtics did did their due diligence. And they realized Kevin Durant is a huge Tom Brady fan. And bam! A couple days later, you know, Tom Brady is in the meeting with Kevin Durant. Who better to sell him on the Boston legacy of, of Boston sports and what it means to be a legend in the city. So that that, that was an awesome move. I, I, I have to admit, I, I'm not usually too sold by things that happen in meetings. Like it's, it's, it's going to come down mostly to basketball stuff and whether he thinks he can win, whether he thinks he can earn multiple titles with the team. But, but bringing in Tom Brady, who is the greatest quarterback of all time, was just such a boss move. I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that move. I was very, very impressed. When I saw that picture, I was like, oh, man, that's pretty dope. That that was just totally out of the blue, totally unexpected. But I will say that Ainge was wearing the Durant sneakers, like we said. So it wasn't the all-white. Maybe that was a little too much. But he, he did have the KDs on. So... He did take some of our advice, and I wholeheartedly believe that he listened to the podcast and said that's a good idea. So, absolutely, our call on that one. But, yeah, Tom Brady in there is huge. And then Big Poppy is tweeting at KD, showing off the rings, talking about Boston being title town. This, this is a full-court press. And I, I will say it's pretty cool that multiple sports are joining in this pitch. It's not just the Clippers. No one from the Dodgers is tweeting Kevin Durant. These other cities, it's just focused on basketball and everything, which I know the Celtics pitch is very heavily basketball. But it's pretty cool to see Tom Brady from the Patriots and David Ortiz from the Red Sox. Football, baseball, those guys are always at the games. I mean, it's just so cool to see this come together. It kind of almost feels a little college at a superstar pro level that all of these other teams kind of support each other like this. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool that 
Ainge or whoever called Tom Brady was just like, hey, Tom, you want to spend a day on your 4th of July weekend to, to come to our pitch for Kevin Durant? <laughs> would that Seriously. be cool with you, Tom? Like, And he's like, yeah, yeah, I would love to because he, he's invested, man. He wants Durant. He wants the Celtics to improve. And that, that who knows? I mean, it, it probably won't have an effect. Uh, Durant has said over and over again, it's going to be a basketball decision. But if anybody can convince you, it's Tom Brady, man. That, right. that, that would be that would be his his finest touchdown yet. But the, <laughs> but the basketball decision just got a lot more interesting. And now the question is: Is Horford, with everything the Celtics have, enough to entice Durant? Do they have a plan in place? Did Ainge make the pitch to Durant to say we're getting Horford? And we've got these assets. We can make moves, not like these other teams who are making moves to dump salary. We can make moves to bring in another player if we so choose. So we got you. We got Horford. And we can make a deal because we've still got picks and young players. And there are guys out there that may move. And, oh, by the way, we're getting more money next year. So we can get you even more help next year and if we have Durant and if you have Horford we do have Horford that makes Boston a primo destination I mean one of the top if not the destination in the NBA for free agents yeah and right uh, right now they still have tons of cap flexibility they still have the trade assets they still have everything they had before except now they have Al Horford like that that is that is a really, really big deal. And we can throw out that stupid free agency narrative that nobody has ever come to Boston. Finally, get rid of it. They signed the best big man on the market, and they took him away from an Atlanta Hawks team that has been really good the past couple of years. By the way, the Hawks really botched this, right? Like, if you want Al Horford back on your team, if you want him with Dwight Howard... You have to tell him, like, like we're going to go after Dwight Howard, but we still want you. We're, we may trade Paul Millsap, whatever. But it seems like they really botched that, and, and they didn't know what the heck they were doing. Yeah. And they just kind of kind of flung some, some crap against the wall. Ended up ended up kind of running Horford away almost. So that, that was kind of weird to me. But, yeah, now the Celtics, I, I think as, as presently constituted, they – have a chance to make the Eastern Conference Finals, and they. I, I'm interested to see now whether whether they start to push more chips toward the middle of the table, and and maybe use the 2018 Brooklyn pick or even the pick swap in 2017 to try to go after, you know, a, another star because yeah. now they have two All Stars. Why why not get a third? Go go after that third. This this is a big big day for the Celtics. It's a huge day. It's a huge day for the Celtics. Yeah, they've got guys that they can trade, that they, they can show a real aggressive uh, mentality here to, towards building the team. This is just really the first step because now you throw him in there. And the question now is, is it Sullinger that goes away or is it Amir Johnson that goes away? Do you bring Amir Johnson back at that $12 million and then just let him go next year because – you got him at 12, you might have to pay Sullinger 12, and I don't know if that's that's worth it to, to Boston to do that because you have to pay him 
long term. So do you bring Amir Johnson back and kind of start Amir and and Horford together, or do you do something like bring Amir Johnson off the bench and start Horford and Olenek, let's say, as a stretch four? This is just as currently constituted with Crowder and and Avery and uh, Isaiah Thomas. Obviously, once Durant commits, because we know he's going to commit now, then that changes everything. But uh, I think they they do have some options. It's kind of intriguing to see what how it affects their decisions, though, regarding Amir Johnson and Jared Sullinger. Yeah, and since you brought up Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> I loved. <laughs> I love that he was in the Kevin Durant pitch, too. <laughs> so out of place. Yeah, it's like he was wearing a tie-dye shirt, like like just chilling right behind Tom Brady. And I I, I, I almost feel like like he showed up at the practice facility while Ainge and Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder were packing. And he was like, where are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they were like, oh, man. We're going, we're going to meet with Kevin Durant. You want to come? Uh, so, yeah, I, I loved that. Kelly Olenek. But maybe they were taking our other pitch, which was bringing everybody, bringing everybody under contract, show, show them the unity, show them the great people that they'd be working, Durant would be working with every day. I, I think they probably listened to the podcast, and, and they took a lot of our ideas and then just threw Tom Brady on top of it. Yeah. Well, they took our idea. And they kind of, you know, tweaked it. They improved it a little bit, which, you know, it's fine to do. Just give us a little bit of credit for the base, you know, laying the foundation. That's all I'm asking for. So, well, look, they are going to do so much more. This is only July 2nd. So we are a day and a half into free agency. The Celtics have landed one of the big fish out there. Can they land the biggest fish out there? We're going to have to wait and see. So the Celtics are talking to Durant now, and then tomorrow is who's who's meeting tomorrow, or is tomorrow OKC? One more time, I think they. Uh, I think tomorrow OKC has the last word. Uh, RJ Hunter about nine minutes ago tweeted thirty-five with the Shamrock. Oh no, this is a fake account. Someone made a fake RJ Hunter account. <laughs> <laughs> Someone made a fake RJ Hunter account. It got retweeted onto my timeline. Whoever it is out there making a fake RJ Hunter account, it should be ashamed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I think we're gonna have to wait a little bit, and it's not gonna be RJ Hunter that breaks the news tomorrow or Monday, as far as what Durant is doing. So. Uh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, first of all, how this is all going to break down in the next few days, what the Celtics are going to do. They've got guys they can trade. They've got picks they can package. They can really make an aggressive move to make them a, a, a finals contender, not just potentially get to the Eastern Conference finals, not just to put them on the par with the Toronto Raptors, but to put them on the par with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's I mean, what it's going to take a lot more. It's going to take a lot more to get on par with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, but, you know, finally, after years of planning, it's it's becoming real. It, it's no longer like there's this, this dream out there that the Celtics are going to add another all-star. They added one. 
And now they have they have more flexibility. They have more picks. And this whole dream is starting to feel real. It, it's starting to feel a lot more real. They could be one of the top two or three teams in the Eastern Conference. And they have, they'll have a lot of opportunities to get better, not just now, but over the next couple of years. This, this is a big, big day. I, I keep stressing it. We're, but, man. We're a little giddy. It, I would, if we're, we are a little giddy. There's no doubt about it. There's a, there's a certain giddiness to this. We were confident last night when we recorded our show last night. That was justified. That has paid off. So let's just kind of take a little breath here. The Celtics have gotten Al Horford. I'm excited to see how he's going to be used. So many different ways Brad Stevens can use him. Now we got to wait to see if they can get Durant and if they're going to go for anybody else, if they're going to pull off any trades, if they're going to use these picks to lure somebody else in, and then potentially get them to at least the top two or three in the East, and then next year with another big crop of free agents and even more money in the bank to go after another big star. So that's it. <laughs> Let's wrap this up so we can go celebrate the big free agent news. Al Horford is a Boston Celtic. You can celebrate by subscribing to us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate us five stars, ten stars, whatever, however many stars they got, give them to us because more stars for us because the Celtics got more stars on their team. And we're going to wrap it up. This is the Locked On Celtics podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.